how are things going? Man, I had a fucking productive ass day. Nice. Woke up. Guess what I ate for breakfast? What's that? You'll never guess it. I ate some venison. Oh, hell yeah. You you I, like deer? You fuck I with fuck it? with the venison. I, it's funny you mentioned that. Side note, I you know, it's that time of season when these kids walk around door to door and they're selling like the, the cookies and the sausage and the cheese, you know, the little raffle yeah. things they do. I literally just oh, yeah. bought some venison sausage at the soccer practice like three hours ago. <laughs> Damn. Is it good? Did you try it? No, I just I put the order in, so I'm expecting it oh. you know, maybe a few weeks or so. Okay, okay, like got some you, got like some jalapeno cheddar venison sausage. I'm like, fuck yeah, <laughs> dude, mm, man, that's that's daddy sausage. Hell yeah, breakfast of champions right there. Right. Then you know what I'm saying. Went to go make some money, got some work done, came back, Ew. mowed the lawn. Ew. <laughs> yeah, that's productive. But oh, hate fucking anything with the lawn. Mowed the lawn, took a shower, took the nose down for the show, and. Play the game of Madden, and then now hey, I gotta take a shit. That's there you go. That's a full ass <laughs> production ass all world kind of day. Just getting everything all done. Yes, all world checking everything off, checking off everything. the fucking checklist. I like it. Very yeah. nice. I was too, man. I was not that productive today. That's for damn sure. Although I had to work all fucking day. You know, I work like eight to five, so that's just oh yeah. Oh my god! After like the first, and I I think I told you before, I am not a morning person by yep. any means so that first like two to three hours is me just like trying to keep my eyes open looking at a computer <laughs> screen the fucking time and then letting the coffee and energy drinks whatever the fuck i'm pouring into my system kick in and then i can usually plow through i'll turn some tunes on and then plow through the second half of my fucking day but that first like two to three hours man don't say nothing to me and of course with the, the job I do, that's when I get the most emails. It's because everybody else is up bright and early. So all these businesses are emailing me directly, you know, <laughs> as soon as I walk in the door. And I'm like, can you just, can, can you give me like 30 just to get my head on straight? Like I'm straight out of bed here, essentially to my fucking office. So just, oh my God, I, I can't <laughs> do mornings other than the working out. That That's mm. uh, an exercise by itself is me just getting up to go work out. That's yeah. that's a challenge. If I get past that challenge, I can do anything the rest of the day. I'm oh good. yeah, that's the toughest one. You get past that, yeah. My God, but that first ten minutes after my alarm goes off, I'm just like, I have the same thought every single time: is do I really need this job? <laughs> like you look at snooze for a long time yeah. before you get up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep, it's like if I hit the snooze button, I'm gonna oversleep. I already fucking know it. And if it's a workout day, it's the same. It's like. Do I really need this workout? I'm doing this to myself, doing this to myself. And then it's that first 15 before I can finally shake it off and go, get your punk ass up and go to the gym. So it's a <laughs> fucking battle, man. I've never been a morning person and I never will be. Man, and you're missing I, out. I decided to have children. So that was boneheaded of me because they are up at the crack of dawn. Doesn't matter. Summertime, <laughs> fall, winter, 6 a.m. They're fucking up. Like, oh, what was I thinking? But it's fine. <laughs> It's fine. It's forcing me to be a more well-rounded person. There you go. You know, I understand that being up in the morning gives me more hours in my day, more energy. I get all that. It's the internal clock that's just like, no, I can't fucking do it. I'm a night owl, man. But even yeah. that's even that is becoming a challenge because trust me, when you get older and we talk about the drinking and going out and all that shit, how it's becoming overrated for me, but like now, going out 
to a bar or something and it's fucking, you know, midnight, I used to be like, what's next? We going to George Webb? What's next? What's next? Taco Bell? No, I'm usually the one falling asleep at the bar now, like trying to maintain a conversation. I'm the one nodding off and shit. That's me now. That's my new reality. That shit sucks, bro. Damn. (laughs) You're really a dad now. Oh, through and through. Oh, down shit. down into my roots and my balls, man. Like oh. just, oh my god, that is a humbling experience when you become that guy that everyone else at the table is like poking to stay awake. Humbling, humbling, Come on, experience. Grandpa. Like Go fuck, man. Drinking whiskey now, Grandpa. Yeah, I, bl- I, I blame the whiskey every time. It's just because it's so. I got some right here, actually, right next to me. Mm. It's just because it's so <laughs> smooth and warm. It makes your body all warm, makes your ears warm, and you're just like, uh, that's you know what? what I usually fall asleep. You know what? I'm gonna take a shit and grab me something to drink too, and then we'll start the show. So you can uh, tell the people about how you jerked off in the shower before you hit the gym, and yeah, I'll be back. Jerked off in the shot? No, no, no. That's definitely a no-no. I mean, I did take a shower a little bit ago, but there's no jerking in the shower. And if you do that, ladies and gentlemen, again, no judgment. Everyone takes care of themselves when they need to. However, not in my shower, and definitely. Not in the gym shower. So that's a whole other scenario that I am not even going to remotely try to address. Oh, here's a PSA for you. For all of you who send emails, just everyday emails through your job, do me a favor. When you see that there are a bunch of people attached to the email, but they only want an answer from you, stop replying all. There's a button says that says reply, and there's a button that says reply all. And it drives me up a fucking wall when you hit that reply all button and I'm getting tagged in like 30,000 fucking emails that have absolutely nothing to do with me. Don't be that guy. Don't reply all unless you have something to say to everybody. And 99% of the time, you don't. That's your PSA. Just be better at drawing up your emails. Not all of us need to know what the hell you're talking about. And all you're doing is filling up my inbox with a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> All right, sir. Ooh. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Hold on, let me drink some water after that one. How many pounds did you lose on that one? Probably about 10. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, all the venison. Oh, man. I f- all right, so for dinner, I made me some um some fried pork ramen with Yum. two eggs. It was yeah. fucking smacked. So oh, I probably spit all that God. shit out too. <laughs> yeah, that would definitely run right through you. But man, that's a great journey going down. <laughs> Ooh, man, great Ooh. journey going in and out. That's it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the adventure is complete. Yes, but that's how I make my ramen too. The pork, and I do like the green onions and the egg. I got the little black yes. sesame seeds. I got the yes. chili oil, bro. Oh yeah, that's yes. That's how you do ramen right. Yes, not just fucking boil water and put seasoning in it. Yeah, no, what the f- No, we're not no. children. No, 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 no. <laughs> you gotta add some gourmet to it. You gotta add some shit. Yes, some shrimp. Shrimp is some always easy. Shrimp, for sure, put some sriracha mm-hmm. in that shit. Damn, mm-hmm. damn, damn, damn. Yes. It's always a, I swear to God, it's always a fasting day when we talk about food the most. It's- oh, so you fasted today. Yes, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, sir. Ah, uh, so every like- day... That every time we record the show. Yeah. Wow. I'm hangry. I am hangry as fuck. So my pleasant demeanor has nothing to do with my actual hunger, just so you know. But 
before hey, the I, show and after. I'm usually pretty fucking hangry. I, I appreciate that, man. I, I really do. <laughs> I try, I gotta suck it up for the show. That's all. But, it's it's for the greater putting good. Your, putting your best foot forward, man. I, team best effort, foot forward. Man. Yes, yes, absolutely. Unlike the Bears, which we'll get into later, but you just had it. You had <laughs> to take the shot, didn't you? You had to take the shot. Best That's foot right. forward. Okay, best. Oh. Foot, okay, best foot forward. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, well, you got shots already, huh? We got shots, man. Uh, cheers to uh the show. The show. Cheers. The to show. You. It was super nice. I came home yesterday after work, and my wife had like the house cleaned. She had. She was making dinner, which isn't normal. Whoa! And got, and got me like this amazing dual pack of High West fucking bourbon and rye, which is not cheap. And it comes with these dope-ass glasses with a little, like, mountain inside of it. See that shit? That's just dope as fuck. Isn't that fucking cold? So That shit's fucking dope. I'm like, I'm looking around like, what? It's not even my birthday yet. Like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> It's literally on the rocks. Literally, yes. But without <laughs> watering down my shit. So, yes. <laughs> so, it, uh, being a husband is great these days. I'll put it that way. <laughs> man, I'm trying to get like you, man. I didn't know what to do. I told her, I'm like, I don't know what to do with my hands right now. I'm just like. Everything's done. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Where am I? Is I in the right house? Oh, man. That shit was crazy. But, yeah, man. I mean, glad to know that you're, you had a productive day. Uh, again, not I was productive, but I really didn't want to be today. I'm definitely feeling lazy. I'm fucking sweating already. It's fucking hot in this fucking hoodie because summer refuses to die, and I can't stand it. <laughs> One day it's freaking 55 and I'm loving life. And then the next day it's fucking 80. And I'm just like, I hate it here. That's Wisconsin weather Yo, for you. Man, yesterday ridiculous. it was fucking raining and shit. Right. Like, and like, today it's not humid, but it's like hot as hot fuck. Hot as shit. So like, <laughs> it's just like pick a lane, Wisconsin. My God. So ridiculous. Man. <laughs> well, I'm glad that uh, you had a, a nice time in the toilet. I think now we can get into our show. <laughs> yes. Before we play the music, I, I got a couple questions that I need to answer. Uh, we had a couple mm. listeners reach out to me to the show on Facebook mm. and ask me a couple questions. Um, let's start with the one that was asked on the show page. So, um, I don't have it in front of me. Oh, uh, I, you mean the one about slang, eh? Yes. Yeah. I definitely have that. Yes. Again, folks. Make sure you hit up our inbox, our DMs. If it's not Facebook, which is the Bank Bro Show, make sure you go to the fucking Gmail and hit the Bank Bro Show there. But yes, we do have some questions that do need answered. The first one is from Kevin from Wisconsin, and I will read it. It says, I got a solid question for Ryan, since he's the resident expert on current slang and everything. Do people still say off the hook? Like if something was awesome or incredible, we used to say it was off the hook. Is that still a thing? And I um, think that's a really good question for you because you know I don't know shit about slang. Uh, to me, that that one kind of threw me off guard because it made me think. <laughs> it made me think, like, when was the last time I've actually heard "off the hook"? It's been a while. It's been a long fucking time. I might have been watching uh, "Stomp the Yard" or some shit when I. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! So, uh, short answer would be no, but I have heard "off the chain." Like, I, I hear that here and there. I still feel like that's outplayed now too. Like yeah. off the chain was like five years I that, ago. I heard that the other week. Oh, okay. So people yeah, are still saying so, it. I, yeah, I guess so. I hear it every now and then, and so I short answer that, would be no, but off the chain yeah. is something a little more common. Um, 
wow, that was actually a... <laughs> made you think a little bit, huh? Yeah, it made me think a little bit. Brought me back to my, like, lovers and friends days. You know, that Usher oh. and Chris song? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm well <laughs> like around that lovers era. and friends. Oh, yeah. hell yes. Now, he did follow up and say the last time he said the word yeet, his young daughter told him that no one says that anymore. And he felt extremely out of touch. So, <laughs> what about the word yeet? No, no, you no. Yeah, I still hear that shit often. I hear that shit often. <laughs> oh, I keep going blurry. Yep. I Ye- hear it often. Um, one of my good friends, uh, Psyduck. Yes. Meowth. They 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 still use it to the day. I mean, and okay. they're younger than me, so nice. Yeah. Okay, I got more for you on this one because I had a few I need to add myself because I'm like we said, very old at this point now. But I need to know for my own. I have a couple that I need a definition for because I have no fucking idea what they mean. And then I have some that I need to understand if they're still relevant or not for my own sake. Okay. So I will ask you the first two. What the hell does Riz mean? (laughs) R-I-Z-Z. And I know you call yourself Rizzy, but I don't know if it's because of the slang. No, it's not. Because your name is Ryan. Okay. What the fuck does Riz mean? All right. So, fuck. All right. So there's a... Oh, okay. So Riz is actually uh, short for charisma. Oh. Right. So... So when we say Riz, it's short for charisma. And Got we're talking it. about the charisma you have when you speak to women. I see. Oh, specifically about women, not just specifically women, yes. Oh, okay. Okay. So so um so yeah, so we'll be out, for example. <laughs> I don't know, man. Fuck. Have you use Riz? Hold on. That handy shot Uh-oh. is kinda hitting me. Yeah. Oh my god, already? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie. The Henny shot is kind of hitting me. I'm not gonna lie. Your me... brain literally Whoa. shut off mid-sentence. Yeah, that was it did. Crazy. It did. I was like, what the fuck was I gonna say? It's like... <laughs> oh yeah, I was gonna answer your second question. <laughs> yes. Uh, is that why I have my nickname? Rizzy. Right. It's actually, no, not at all. So uh, that was given to me in like 2009. Oh, okay, good. Good, good, yeah. good. Uh, so it was right around the time where uh, there, there was this uh, Filipino rapper who's around my age. So at the mm-hmm. time he was he was blowing up and his name was Deep Pride and he would kind of go by Deep Prizzy sometimes. And I gotcha. really fucked with him. Um and then Drizzy, Drake, he was going by Drizzy. I was fucking with Of Drake. course. Of course. So of course. people just started calling me Rizzy. <laughs> okay. So that was more of a natural nickname yeah. for you. So I provi- got you. Okay. Yeah. Natural nickname. And then it just aged very well. I think so. <laughs> That's just dope. It's hard now- to have a good nickname. Now we put that shit at the end of everything. Rizzy schemes. Like, right. what the <laughs> Matt the and Coach name on everything. You said that shit. I lost it. Fucking Rizzy schemes. <laughs> Sound like a pimp named Slickback. Like, you just, like, what the fuck? Rizzy schemes. Like, he has a, like a used car dealer. <laughs> Where everyone okay. gets approved. Literally, yes. Bad credit, no credit, no problem. Come to Rizzy schemes. <laughs> yeah, I can already hear the commercial. Oh my uh, god. Um, the other word I saw that I'm just like, what is chuggy? What does chuggy mean? Chuggy? Loki oh, good. never heard of it. Good. You I was gonna say you look stumped on that one. That might be even younger than you, sir. Chuggy. Never heard of it. Okay. I'm glad. Mm. I I can look up a definition. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Apparently chuggy means like things that are out of date or not cool anymore. It's chuggy. How ironic. <laughs> How ironic. How ironic. How ironic. This whole conversation are about chuggy terms. <laughs> that worked out perfectly. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh my God. Wow. Well, 
That's good to know. I don't think I'll ever fucking use that in a sentence. Man. You couldn't pay me. Well, nah, that shit. You can probably pay me, but that'd be a lot of money to start using. Chugi, that I don't know. That sounds like somebody's bad nickname. Right, like like that. <laughs> someone's grandma used to call him that or something. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I, could, I could definitely see that. I don't yeah. know who the fuck comes up with these words, man. Just like, is there yeah, a like, council that just sits around? Like, the, what is the root word of that? Right. No idea. I have no. You know, clue. Saying, like, like Riz comes from charisma. You right. know what I mean? So it, it that doesn't. The letters it's C H E U G Y. Like you can't even put those together from a different word. Like I have no idea. But somebody decided to make that word, and apparently it's all over the place. All right. Well, more power to him, I guess. More Fuck power to him. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Those are the two I had no idea about. Do people still say awesome? Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, I should say, course. is it cool to say awesome? Is it cool? To be honest, I'm weird. So, like, if you're yourself, you're cool to me. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know what I mean? And, and of course, I mean, like, so. I'm not saying we should be saying and not saying these words to fit in. Fuck all that. I'm going to say what I want to say. I'm yeah. just curious on what a younger man thinks about the words that I even say. Like the word That's dope. I use dope for everything. Yeah, I do use that shit all the time too. Okay. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. do do younger people think dope is still cool to say? That's why I'm like, hmm. That's a good question. I don't think they really, they still use it too. I thought so, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Good, good. I'm not, using, that, I'm not losing dope. That's my That's one of those word timeless words you know what i mean i think it is because i think it is. you could just use it for a lot of things right like i use it in good and in bad <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah 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 like it's mm. a very versatile word that's very that's versatile uh what about lit do people say lit anymore yeah it's lit yeah i know i yeah. hear it in rap sometimes but i don't know if it's played out yet yeah i still use it i still use it okay but yeah when the good. when the occasion is right i'll use it like it's lit that Colorado, Colorado State game. That shit. Oh, was a game. we will get uh, into that lit ass game very soon here. <laughs> uh, what about by Felicia? Yo, I haven't heard that in a while. I ain't gonna lie. That one might be gone. Yeah, it might be. I felt but like you know what? That's a timeless fucking movie. That. Timeless oh, fucking movie. Hundred percent. Yes, but I feel like that has come and gone. Like now, yeah. you say it, you just seem kind of ironic. Oh shit! Damn. Yeah. You know, twenty fifteen type shit. <laughs> all right fergie um what about like yas like yas queen yeah yeah, yeah that's still good yeah yeah i use that ironically <laughs> you know it's crazy it's crazy because uh like i'll be talking to some of my um my female friends and i'll be trying yeah. to like gas them up i'll be like yeah. ass bitch and I'll be talking to them. <laughs> that's always fun I still yeah. do that shit. <laughs> Trying to hype them up. Like, yeah, bitch, yeah. go be a hoe. Woo, woo, woo. Right? Who gives a fuck? Right. <laughs> yeah, see, I like that. That's how we should use it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and lastly, selfie. Is selfie still cool to say? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, people, yeah. People always say selfie. I saw someone um, challenge that word, and I was like, what the hell do you call it now, then? Like, it, it's it's more of a noun than anything, you know what I mean? Exactly, yes. So, it's, I think it's going to be a timeless word, because it's, it's literally what it is. That's what we talk about. Yeah, some slang is just what it is. It's not a hidden meaning behind it. Yeah. So that one, I could see them retiring, like saying it in a certain way, like selfie, like you know how they used to do it. Oh, <laughs> like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see being retired, but the word selfie just staying in that, our language. That first, let me take a selfie. Bullshit. Yeah. You're right. Selfie. I remember that. Oh I remember that. <laughs> man. Like, and if you have a selfie stick, I'm sorry. I, I still. 
do not fuck with selfie sticks. I just can't. I can't do it. No, nah, yeah, I, I never. I don't know. I remember. Never been my thing. Were, they were hot for a while. They were selling them at like the kiosk at the mall. Oh yeah, they're still oh, everywhere. It was like, dude, that's are shit. people still that serious about that shit? I guess I don't yeah. fucking know. Motherfucker, you, you, do you not have an arm? <laughs> right? Like, what's wrong with just this <laughs> shit? What the fuck? Like, why do I need fucking telescopic, te- like, yeah. fucking poles in my fucking book bag just to have it? Never mind. That's just like, <laughs> I, I never I never got the purpose of it, but that's fine. But uh, anyway, yes, thank you, Kevin, for that question. That is a great question, especially for our first inbox one that we want to talk about here. But you yes, do sir, have another yes, one. I do want to know about this other question you got. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I was actually reached out to personally. From mm. um, I'll, I'll keep his I'll keep his identity secret, anonymous. Um, but a friend of mine hit me up and he was like, "All right, so I got this question for you." Okay. So I got this shoddy again, Uh-oh. and I feel like she <laughs> and I feel like she's getting uninterested. But I like her, and I'm pretty sure she liked me back. Mm. How do I win her back without her leaving? Mm. I want to know your thoughts first on that one. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I just took a breath <laughs> for the people to let it marinate. Marinate. Now, marinate. My philosophy on this situation mm. has always been if a girl wants to leave for whatever reason, you stand up tall on ten of your toes, walk over to that front door, open that bitch wide open for her and say, get the fuck out then. Goodbye. I'll see you later. Sayonara. You should never work. You should never have to work that hard to keep somebody who likes you or mm. loves you. Mm. To be in your life. Because if they truly wanted to be with you, they could see your value without you even showing them. Because, That's right. Because, wait, we got to backtrack. They're already mm. with you, right? So Supposedly. if they're already with you, then that means that they already saw your value. And they already made the decision to be with you based on the value you showed that you shined upon her before you guys started talking. I mean, while you guys were talking, I'm sorry. Right, right. So if it ever gets to that point where... A girl is disinterested in you for whatever reason. Just let her go. Bye. Bye-bye. Someone else, some other beautiful young lady will see your value. So just stay up, young king. Stay down for the come up and just keep stacking your money up. Mm. That's all it is. Mm. Stack that paper. Well, that's another one. People call it paper anymore? Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> like yeah. I said paper and I was like immediately like, oh, wait. <laughs> I haven't said that in a while either. Like, God, yes. But. He is absolutely right, and I 100% agree. Brother, we've all been there. We can all discuss this at length if we really wanted to get into that. At the end of the day, self-value is king. If Hmm. you are bending over backward trying to keep this girl in your life, not only is she going to lose respect for you as a man, you're going to lose respect for yourself as a person, and the the balance of power is going to be forever shifted. If you ended up, quote-unquote, winning her over by trying to keep her in whatever type of relationship this even is, she's always going to know like she's got the upper hand. And I'm not saying this as like a male toxicity kind of like, you got to be the man of the ship. None of that shit. Mm-hmm. But a true partnership is 50-50. And we talked about this in the past saying like, nothing is ever really 50-50, but damn it, you could be close. Mm-hmm. It could be 55-45, whatever. But like, you, it should be as close to 50-50 as humanly possible. And that's going to change day in, day out, just because your dynamic changes however you live your life. But, like, yes, at the end of the day, it should not be 90-10. And that's what this sounds like. You got to have that self-respect enough to be able to say, okay, well, 
there's the fucking door. And it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be a rude thing or a mean thing, anything like that, but you have to have the intrinsic value first. And it goes the same for women. I tell them the yep. same thing. If the woman does not have self-respect, why would the man respect her? He's not That's what old. it comes down to. You don't build trust without respect. You don't build respect without self-respect. So, like, it all is that building block of building that house together, but you can't build that shit on sand. So if you guys are shaky from the start, and you're already worried about how to get her back and all that stuff, bro, it just ain't worth it. That's fine. It's, it's just not. And it, especially today, you know, 2023, when you have more options at your fingertips than you swipe had, of your finger. The swipe of a finger than you've ever had. As a society, we are so catered to an instant response and an instant connection now that mm-hmm. if this one isn't working, I'm not saying you should just be like, you know, on flip about it, like just yeah. on the next that quickly. But hey, don't ignore the signs either. Don't ignore the red flags. We talk about red flags in the show all the fucking time. Don't ignore the flags. Absolutely. If she's not feeling you, dude, move on. Someone will. You will mm-hmm. find somebody who does. It sounds cliche, but you definitely won't wasting time with her, and you definitely won't not respecting yourself first. Yes. And uh CJ made a good point about um respect. How mm. she's gonna lose respect for you if you do end up quote unquote winning her back. Mm. Um, you see, women women like masculine men. Yes. If you can't put your foot down and set your own boundaries, they're gonna look at that as being feminine. Mm. So there's where the loss of respect comes from. So if you can't oh. put your foot down, a woman a woman will respect you if you put your foot down and say, you know what, I'm not gonna tolerate this. This is why I'm over here with it. And if you're not cool with it, deuces. Have right. a good life. A woman will respect you and I guarantee you she will stay with you. If you set your boundaries, because that shows her, okay, he's not going to fold for anything. So see women think deeply. So if a bitch tries to come up to him and tries to get in his pants, he's going to turn her down. You know what I'm saying? Because he's over here setting boundaries with me and I'm his girl. And I'm speaking from her perspective, of course. I figured. (laughs) So it's at the end of the day. And again, there is a difference between toxicity and masculinity. And just because, and not every girl, we're not speaking for every woman, of course. There are women who like sensitive men, and there's women who like guys who are more of a beta to her alpha. There's different strokes for different folks, people. We understand it's not an umbrella policy. At the end of the day, though, self-respect is universal. That's a universal language. You can Mm -hmm. smell self-respect on somebody. You know when someone's confident in themselves. And you, the, the biggest attracting thing that you can provide is not being so tied down where like you need them. You have to have them stay or something's going to happen or you can't live your life without them. Like, no, they need to know that they can go and you're going to be okay. You were good before her. You'll be good after her. A woman doesn't want to be your mom. If she's going to be with you, you can't. And again, I'm speaking from experience here. They don't want to be your mom. They don't want to do your laundry. They don't want to have to worry about you and, you have to, you know, you have to stay attached. And what are you doing? Where are you going? When will you be back? All that bullshit. That is going to make them fly away. You have to have your own life. You have to have your own boundary. That's just plain and simple for any relationship. Mm-hmm. You have to, or you're codependent, and no one wants to be codependent. We're yeah, and a- that's a good point. Um, that codependency when you're oh. codependent on her. Guess what energy she's in? She's in her mm-hmm. masculine energy. That's right. She doesn't want to be in her masculine energy. She no. doesn't have a problem being in her masculine energy. But if she's around you, she expect, expects you as her man to be in the masculine energy so she can be the divine feminine she's That's meant right. to be. 
Right. You're supposed to be catering to her, like not her catering to you. And again, it could be a partnership if that's what it truly is. But and again, I don't know the details of this guy's relationship or lack thereof, but it's like, (laughs) bro, again, don't ignore the red flags. Don't ignore the warning signs. If she's Mm -hmm. already halfway out the door. Yes, that's that's your sign, dude. That's a glowing, flashing sign. Bro, she left before she going to leave again. Right. She knows she could just go around the block to see what she can find. If she can't find nothing better, she's going to come back to you. Right. So she will, well flock just... to, she will flock to somebody who has self-respect. Exactly. And as soon she's as they dump a... her, she's running back to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different story, but <laughs> also true. It does happen a lot. I've seen yes. it happen personally. So, yeah, yeah man. You, you'll be okay, but you got to you got to work on the inside first, inside yes, out. Sir. Yes, and sir. And again, keep hitting up the inbox, people. Like, we love answering questions like that. And <laughs> fellas who already fucking messaged us, if you have follow-up questions, hit us back again. We want to know more about the relationship. If you decide to let her go, how'd it go? Tell us about yeah. it. We like this, dissecting that kind of shit. It makes my brain tingle. <laughs> yes, sir. Let us know. If you don't hit up the page, just hit me up personally again, because I know you personally. So, mm, there you go. I'll let your boy. Better. Even better. All right, sir. Let's start the music and get into this shit. Yes, sir. One, two, three. Let's take another shot before we get into our first. This second. dude, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be slurring through half this episode. But cheers, cheers. <laughs> so you're doing those shots. The shots will fuck you up if you sip on it like your boy. It it makes you sweaty, yes, but it doesn't knock you out in 15 minutes. It I just have the brain shot shut glass. off. The, I mean, you can still sip out of a shot glass. Yeah, oh my god. Uh, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is still the Bank Bro Show. We're not changing that name anytime soon. Mm-mm. But as always, we are your host. My name is Siege. That guy is Ryan, and he's 10 Why? pounds lighter. <laughs> I'm being your ad libs today. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like the ad libs. It's the closest I'll get to a rap career. That's for damn sure. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, another football episode, people, because again, we are locked in to the NFL and college football at this point too which we will talk about in a second however while ryan was taking the shit there has been some breaking news that i do want to bring up again not even planned but ladies and gentlemen as of about 20 minutes ago they announced that the xfl our favorite you stole me a hoodie by the way um and the (laughs) usfl which we also mentioned are deciding to merge which is big news especially if you're a football fan i am a big fan of this idea especially when they're trying to become an alternative to the nfl now we talked about in the past that using the xfl as like a feeder system into the nfl was a really good idea i think this merger doesn't change that ideal but it definitely makes them a long-term viable company together and now you get to see not the top of the nfl but the players who can still make a name for themselves and try to get either back into the NFL or have their first shot when they couldn't get it the first time. So both of those leagues together and Dwayne The Rock Johnson at the helm, I liked what I saw from the XFL. I liked what I saw from the USFL just because they've had an extra year 
to kind of get things going. They're both sustainable at this together. I think that smells like success. What do you think, sir? I totally agree with you. I think the XFL and the USFL merging just solidified their long-term success. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to become what the G League is to the NBA. They're going to be a farm yeah. league for the NFL, and yes. I think that's a great look. Um, they're going to get a lot of these, and I'm projecting, of course. I of project course. them getting a lot of these players that um, are their D1 bounce backs, yep. so like players that got kicked out of D1 for whatever reason, uh, they got in trouble, whatever. Yeah. Um, and uh, old high school recruits that were highly rated, you know, five star recruits that for whatever, for whatever reason didn't pan out in uh, college. Right. They're going to get a lot of those players. Um, those players are going to get second chances. Up their chances of getting to the NFL. At the end of the day, everyone wins. Mm. Why? Because those old recruits still got clout. They still right. got followers on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? That's right. So you get those guys into a pro league. They can showcase their talents and hopefully get a roster spot on, in, in the NFL. So hey, there you go. I think it's a good look for everybody. We have seen success come from the XFL for people who have gone to the NFL and have performed well enough and. That's really cool. More opportunities, more eyes on the product, more football throughout the year. Because, Lord, help us. When we went through that last season without the NFL, all through the summer, it was just like, whoo, we had to scrape a little bit of that bottom of that barrel, you know, for some stories. Which we did just fine, don't get me wrong. But having more football throughout the year and that, you know, that April to June type of season, hey, I'm fucking down with that. Yes, sir. I think it's a great move. We'll see what happens from it. It's in final talks. Nothing approved quite yet, but honestly, it's a slam dunk. Ha, basketball reference. But very brilliant move, I think. It's going to make people a lot of money and a lot more opportunities for some really great players. Absolutely. Uh, and it's going to be a bigger league, more teams. <clears throat> yes, thank you. We can maybe get rid of that stupid, what, four-team playoff out of an eight-team league? Yeah, like what the fuck is this, fantasy football? Right, like the fuck, even in fantasy <laughs> football, it's stupid. So, like, yes, that would be a great idea to have an expanded playoff. Keep the same teams. You don't have to even do anything. You already have the media yeah. rights. You already have the stadiums locked up. Like, dude, let's fucking yeah. go. Yeah, I like it. The w. NFL, ha- yeah, w. the NFL hasn't had like a real alternative in decades. So, I would love this. I would absolutely love this, and I think it should be all systems go. Agreed. Absolutely. But in the meantime. You already know what time it is, and that's prime time. Yes, sir. Oh, man. Now, in case you guys are getting sick of us talking about Coach Prime, sorry. The man is just a highlight reel when it comes to media shit right now. And Colorado is still the hottest fucking team in football, period. Period. I'm driving that train. Wow. Man, oh, man. And side note about Colorado, do you know what I wish? What do you wish? I wish I was the kind of man who would buy $80 sunglasses without blinking. Oh, man. (laughs) Those glasses are dope as fuck. Coach Prime, his sunglasses (laughs) are going to go on sale in like a few weeks. And I looked at it after a few glasses of whiskey a couple nights ago. And I was like, ooh, I would fucking dig these fucking sunglasses. And I got all the way to the final cart. And that shit was like 82 bucks with shipping. I'm like. If my wife didn't kill me before for buying shoes and whatnot, I'll still I cut your the, dick off now. I think the eighty dollars sunglasses, yeah, <laughs> yeah, she would cut it off and throw it into the woods like Lorena Bobbitt. 
So <laughs> I decided against my better judgment, actually by my worst judgment, to not get those sunglasses. But I fucking love. Them. I really wish I would have. <laughs> uh, they're so fucking dope. They're you so dope. If I if I get my hands on them, I'm getting you a pair, and then we're gonna Dude. wear them all the all college football season. I'm, I'm wearing it all every fucking day. Like <laughs> I'm wearing that shit to work. I don't care. Like they're so dope. Did your mother ever tell you to take your hat and sunglasses off? Mm, I'm so glad you brought that up because that was next on my list. Yes, Colorado had another game, another big rivalry game against their hated Cross City Colorado State Rams. Mm. And the Rams and their head coach, Jay Norvell, took a shot at Coach Prime. And yes, as Ryan just said, he mentioned the fact that he didn't like that Coach Prime doesn't take off his hat. And his sunglasses when he speaks to people or to the media. Oh, coaches, head coaches, y'all have got to stop testing this man. That is now what? Three Three. in a row that y'all have said some shit about him or his team or something. And Colorado ends up making you eat those fucking words. Mm. Colorado and Colorado State went back and forth in a crazy fucking game, which... In all intents and purposes, Colorado State looked like they were about to take this one from Colorado and put a kibosh on the hype train that is the Colorado Buffalo. Uh, It didn't work out like that, actually. So this ended up being a very late fucking game, double overtime. Yes, sir. And it, it was fireworks from the beginning, too. Even Shiloh Sanders, first thing out the gate is an 80-yard pick six. Yes, like, sir. What the hell? That shit was crazy. But then the rest of the game, again, Colorado State really hung in there. I mean, for most of it, yeah, they were up, you know, 21-14 by halftime, nothing in the third quarter. And then Colorado started coming back. Shador Sanders with another fucking crazy magical game. And he had a last-minute touchdown pass to force overtime. And this ended up going back and forth again. And, I mean, my God, you, you got to shout out to Michael Harrison, who's making a name from himself, even with the Sanders brothers on this fucking team. Michael Harrison with the the tying touchdown, the go-ahead touchdown mm-hmm. in overtime. And it was a, I believe, a pick at the end of, you know, a round double overtime to seal the win for Colorado coming back and winning this game 43-35. to What are your thoughts on this game, sir? Uh, first and foremost, Shiloh Sanders. That's Woo! the MVP of the game. He Woo! not only had that pick six, but what that pick six did to the entire team should not get overlooked. Because mm. he did that during a time when the offense was struggling. They couldn't yes. move the ball. Um, I think his last name was Kamara, Kamara for Colorado State. He was going crazy. He got ejected. Oh, yeah. I think. But he was he going ejected. crazy. He yep. had a great game. He made a name for himself. Now he's on um the radars of NFL scouts. Good for him. Yes, absolutely. Uh, he was causing havoc in the pocket all day for Shador. Uh, and like I said, Sanders, Shiloh, with yes. that pick six. And then he, later on, he had a forced fumble. Yep, that's true. So he was just making plays all day from that safety spot. And I think he really ignited the team and lifted their energy up yes. to eventually get this win. And like I said, Colorado can play in any game script. What did they need? Excuse me. They needed their defense to come up big again. Yes. They needed their defense to stall until their offense can find some rhythm to get going, and then it's all systems go. Then you don't have a chance. Hell yeah. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, Travis Hunter went out 
with an injury. Yeah, we can get into that. That you, shit. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. That you know me. I'm always for players that play on that line, on that gray line. Yep, yep, yep. But this this was uncalled for. It really was. Like the ball already hit the ground. Whistle was already blown. There's no reason why you should be playing that play anymore. You should be walking to the huddle. What's the next play? That's right. What, the whistle was blown, so that means next play. Done. And it was an incomplete pass. Yep. So not only did you do something stupid to cost your team 15 yards, mm. now you got the entire world. And who's the entire world right now? Because you're on the national stage, NFL scouts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Looking at you like, do we want that guy on our team? No discipline. Because, honestly, he didn't play a bad game. No. I don't I think so at name. all. I forgot his name. The his safety. name was Henry Blackburn. Blackburn. That's what it was. It was Black something. I knew that. <laughs> I, I was going to say Blackshear, but that's the UFC guy. That's UFC, <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. But, yeah, he didn't play a bad game. So, if that no. never happened, I think he'd be on NFL Scouts too. Now, my second point on that hit. Mm. As a coach... Did you condone it? Did you allow it? Did you coach it? Because mm-hmm. when it happened, you weren't looking to discipline your player. Mm-mm. It was pretty calm on that side of the, of the, the line there. The entire sideline. Even Blackburn yeah. himself. Just kind of walked off. Phased at all. Yeah. yeah. And he didn't get ejected. That no. was surprising. Yeah. He should have gotten ejected. That was pretty fucking vicious. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, the ball already hit the ground. The whistle was right. already blown. So imagine yeah. if a quarterback got hit like that. Oh, there'd be a whole fucking fight. Exactly. And guess what would happen? Oh, you hit the quarterback. Uh, you're ejected. Uh, you're out. Suspended. Yeah. All that shit. Full, yeah. full punishment. And so Colorado lost arguably their best player on offense and defense. So yes. they technically lost two players. Yeah. And he's a game changer. And. Fortunately, he will be back in three to four weeks. It is it's a lacerated spleen, I believe, or a kidney, something. He liver. lacerated his, his liver. Okay. He lacerated his liver. And yeah, that was a pretty fucking ridiculous hit. Now, that being said, I do want to address that for a second because since that game, Henry Blackburn started getting death threats from a yeah, bunch no, of no, that's crazy. That's they crazy. started posting his mom's phone number in public and that's where i don't fucking i don't like that shit it's yeah, a game. No, yeah i get the emotion i know colorado is earth's favorite team right now and everyone adores travis it hunter is. and the way he's playing but at the end of the day dude blackburn is still a human being his mom yes. is definitely innocent like dude when y'all start taking it that far it's time to turn the tv off walk outside touch some fucking grass and get some perspective i can't imagine and i'm a Bears fan, and I'm telling you to chill the fuck out. I've been in despair for two weeks. Do do you think the mm, idea of like threatening Justin Fields? Oh, I mean, longer than that. But I'm saying, like, I would never give him the headspace of like, I'm gonna put his mom's number in public, and we're gonna call. Like, who does that? You got some real therapy issues you fucking need to take care of if you're going that far over a college football game where none of you motherfuckers even went to Colorado. What are you mm-hmm. that mad about? If you mm-hmm. bend some money, be upset, but don't do death threats. But none of you motherfuckers went to Colorado or Colorado State. Get the fuck off your high horse and calm the fuck down. Facts. That he shit should, was so stupid. Nobody should get death threats over no. a fucking game. A game, man. 
And for these people, it's their livelihood. But like, yeah. Jesus Christ, let them handle it. If he and Travis Hunter and and Blackburn want to get together and have a conversation or two about it, whatever. And even Coach Prime was like, even talking shit. I'm like, you guys need to stop with the death threats. Like, he's a great player. Was it a yeah. ridiculous play? Yeah, but like, it, it's a fucking hard hitting sport. Yeah. It does happen. So like, it happens. Get all you over do yourselves. Eject them. Throw the flag. Call it a day. Move the fuck on. It's unfortunate he had to go to the hospital. I mean, he even came back and played for the rest of the second quarter after that. Yeah. After that hit. No, he. Travis Hunter said if it wasn't for the doctors, he would have kept playing. Exactly. So, like, what are the death threats for? Now you're just an asshole. He's totally fine. That's all. It's just people need to get perspective. Hunter's out for three weeks. Yeah. Two or three weeks. And that's about it. But in college football, that's a lot. It is. If you lose, I, if you lose yeah. one game, remember, college football playoffs is only four teams. Which, for some fucking reason, I can't wait till they fix that shit. But yep. you're absolutely right. I know every win counts in college football. But damn, dude, again, it's still just college football. The death threats are a little ridiculous, guys. Yeah, I agree, though. The death threats, yeah. That shit Turn the be- heat down. Be upset. Turn the heat down a little bit. That's all um, I'm saying. Now, I got a couple quick more points to make. I know we got a packed show, so I'm going to just make them real quick. Oh, I have one more, too, for this one. But you go got ahead. one more? Okay. Yes. Um, I was going to talk about Shador, but I feel like we talk about him enough, and I think people already <laughs> know what it. he did. Clutch as fuck. Three touchdowns in the fourth quarter and overtime combined. And Ugh. a two-point version. Whatever. We Dog. already know what Shador is. Absolutely. But Coach Prime, I want to highlight his actual coaching for a second. Mm. So he did a few things that I thought were brilliant and why yeah. he is who he is. So first thing he did, his uh, starting kicker, Feely, missed the field goal. Mm. He benched him. For the backup kicker. Good. This backup kicker has been with Coach Prime since Jackson State. Yep. Mata. Alejandro Mata. Ah. And what does he do? He nails two field goals. Mm. Smart move. Smart move by Prime. Not only did he nail those two field goals, but Coach Prime had the opportunity to go for the fourth down at the time because it was fourth and short or fourth mm. and in territory, right? So you want to go right, to right. six. But he, he was smart. He said, let me take my points. He did it twice. And that both of those times were in the fourth quarter, right? That's right. And, you know, eventually they tie the game and go in overtime. Cool. Now, what does Coach Prime do in overtime? Mm. He says he wins the toss and he says, we want the ball. Of course. In college, you never do that. <laughs> you always defer in college because you want to know how many points you need. That's right. Remember, you always get a shot to score against your opponent in overtime in college football. It's not like the NFL. Correct. So if your opponent scores a touchdown, you have the opportunity to go back and score another touchdown. Game's not over. Right. He says, no, I want to put the ball in Shador's hands because I know what my son's going to do with the ball. And I want to put the pressure on Colorado State to make yes. sure they know how many points they need. And they need <laughs> Just brilliant yes. coaching my coach Prime. And the fact That's that great. he went for two in overtime. Mm. Well, he didn't need to. He could have just went for one. Ballsy. Ballsy. He wanted to secure the dub. Love it. He coaches to win, and that's why he is who he is. Mm. Uh, one more quick point about uh, Colorado. Yeah. They were getting killed all day by drags and shallow crossers. I don't know oh. what the fuck was going on with them. I don't know what was happening. They were in man coverage a lot of the game. I don't know why they just w- didn't go in like a, a match zone, so maybe like a cover four or right, right. maybe in like a cover three. Something where you have flats out there and where you can yeah. match coverage. Cover those fucking short drags and shallow cards. Because Tory Horton, 
Oh my goodness. That was my other point. I want to shout out Tori Horton. There we yes. go. Go ahead. Yes. I threw you the oop. Go ahead. Yep. Tori Horton from Colorado State was untouchable. <laughs> I was I was floored. And trust me, folks, I don't know shit about Colorado State or barely half these fucking college teams. But I was watching Horton the whole fucking game. And Horton, here's a who, motherfucker. He was lights out. And I'll read that shit. He also had a passing touchdown. That's amazing. <laughs> but then on top of that, 16 receptions, 133 yards, and a receiving touchdown. And honestly, ladies and gentlemen, if he had hit 200 yards, I wouldn't be surprised. Because the routes he was running were unbeatable. All shallow crosses. The announcers were like, what the fuck? Like, how do you not? How can yep. you not stop this guy? He is amazing, and I really hope that his profile from the NFL and his future career got boosted from this game. I hope oh, we look back at this did. game. I absolutely think so. Did. He made himself some money on that night, which was fucking. He crazy. has he has a good NFL receiver body. Absolutely, he's like six two, um, not skinny but not big like right. AJ Brown. Um, yeah, one ninety. So he's he can yeah. add some muscle to it if you really wanted to, and. Fill up. Man. He's perfect. Yeah. Yes. Great, great type um, to go in the NFL. And like you said, he was killing them on them little short crossers and drags all mm. game long. And he threw a 30 yard touchdown or some shit. Yes. <laughs> it's just fucking insane. So, yes, I'm glad we aligned on that one because I was like, who is this kid? Because, man, he put on a fucking show. And NFL honestly, wide receiver. Yeah. If it wasn't for Colorado and again, Shador Sanders just being a magician again, like we talk about, but like, if Colorado State ended up winning this one, this was all Horton. Like, man, he was yes. playing to win. I respect yes. it. Salute to Tory Horton. Salute to him. Certified baller. Hope to see you in the league one day. I hope so. We'll remember that fucking game, man. That's fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. Well, going from, again, the, the Rocky Mountains of Colorado, back to just America's sports. I don't care. I know you say it's baseball, people, but in my heart, it's always been oh. football. Fuck baseball. Fuck I'm the just diamond. saying, man. I don't I mean not literally, so, but don't, don't literally fuck them, no. But like, no, but it's the foosball, the baby. foosball. But yes, yes, it's the foosball, baby. <laughs> but that's an NCAA football. You just held up. That's hilarious. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but we are talking about the NFL because week two is in the books, and there mm-hmm. are a few games we can get into. Overall, though, when it comes to our humble. NFC North division. Shit, we all took the L's this week, bros. Yikes. Some of us took them worse than others. We'll go there. Mm. Mm. But I did want to start with your Detroit Lions and the Seattle Seahawks because that was a game I was very interested in on paper. You and I have discussed how those two teams would match up, especially with our favorite Jackson Smith and Jigba going into this and just how they would kind of come across and be a test for each other. So I want to know your analysis for Lions and Seahawks. Uh, first and foremost, <clears throat> this was a fun-ass game to watch. Ooh, yes. This game was fireworks from the start, and I enjoyed every bit of it. The energy was great in the stadium. Yes. Um, And it was live. <laughs> so obviously it was a shootout, so our defenses couldn't stop each other for shit. Nope. So either our offenses fuck up or we score. That's pretty much it. College football. <laughs> um, and, of course, everyone knows uh, Seattle ended up winning in overtime. They did. Um, I'm not mad at the loss because we we were in the position to win the game. We made some 
otherworldly decisions to some, <laughs> but in Lions Country, we would know by now it's the norm. Yeah, to I be expected. So. Um, and so I think this loss is good for us in the early season. Yes, I'd rather have this loss now than fucking in week eleven. <laughs> Oh really? yeah, when it really counts. Yeah, when it really counts, because we can learn something from this, and this is what we can learn. Motor City, Dan Campbell passed on kicking. I believe it was two field goals. I could be wrong. It might have been three, but I, I think it was mm. two field goals. We were. It, it would have been chip shots. Yeah, like, Riley Patterson would have knocked them bitches through. Easy money. Uh, and they were they were fourth and shorts. I think it was like fourth and three, fourth and one, or fourth and two, some shit like that. Mm. Seattle stopped us twice. Now, if we would have took those field goals theoretically speaking we would have won the game true um and so i think dan campbell can go back in his office and sit back and say you know what if it's a chip shot i gotta take it yeah you, you need the points man we need the points especially when our defense hasn't been stopping the other offense right right, right. if our defense was stopping the other offense okay i get it sure but our defense was not stopping that Seattle offense. <laughs> uh, few defenses can even handle them. <laughs> no. Um, uh, like I said, um, it's good that we got this loss out of the way early in the season. Seattle yeah. got that loss over with in week one when they lost to the Rams. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you see how they came back and they, they played against us. So they shut it off. That's all it takes. Sometimes it just takes that one loss, un- unless you're the Cincinnati Bengals. Then that takes probably seven. Mm. But, I mean, it's good that we got this loss, but we lost a very important piece of our team. Mm. The heart and soul, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, Mr. Blue Ski Mask himself. Mm. He tore his peck, and unfortunately, he's going to be done for the year. I know I picked the Lions to go to the NFC Championship game before the season. Of course, Mm. we don't project injuries. Now that he's injured, I doubt we get there. It's going to be tough. I doubt we get there. I'm going to say yeah. we don't get there right now. I'm going to say right now. We do not get there. I'm going to have to backtrack that. That's fair. Because, um, you know, injuries happen. So That's that's true. That's part of the game. But you know it's, what? I Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say, the first two weeks already, so many fucking injuries right now. So it's kind of nuts. Yeah. And he's just the latest one. Yeah. And on top of that, like, latest, like, star. Yes. You know I mean? Big stars names. are getting hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fucking but, crazy. I believe in our safety depth. I like Tracy Walker. Uh, Kirb- Kirby, he's hurt too. He didn't practice today. Um, he's not going to be out for long, though, if he does miss time. So mm. I'm not too worried about that. But Brian Branch, ah. he has been heaven sent. <laughs> you were singing his praises when you drafted yes. him. He is every bit of what I expected. He could play in the box. He could play up top. He could play in the slot. That almost rhymed. Bars. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm okay with the people we have at that position that Chauncey Gardner Johnson plays, which is safety, DB, nickelback. Yeah. Um, so I think overall we'll be okay for the long run. Um, maybe we'll lose an extra game or two, but I still believe we will win this division. It's only two weeks in. Green Bay has the first spot, but I ain't worried. They lost to the mm. fucking Falcons. <laughs> now yeah, we lose sorry. to the Falcons. Now we lose to the Falcons. Yeah. I might lose my mind. I mean, that would be pretty I'm, fucked up. But I, I also feel like mind. Atlanta's taking that next step. I don't have them winning against you next week. Don't get it twisted. But no, no. Atlanta hasn't looked bad. Atlanta's been a laughing stock for a few years now. But honestly, 
I think hey. Bijan was a godsend for them, and now they're what? they're pretty formidable now. So it's they're still they, I think up below average, but not bad. There's no way in hell they come into Detroit and beat us. Seattle no, beat no. us, cool. Yeah, I'm cool Seattle with that. One thing. I got Seattle winning their division, so that's how I feel about them. There you go. But Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not happening, Falcons. The Braves? Fans, sorry, no, no, it's not happening. The Hawks? Uh-uh. Not them either. The the Falcons? All the Atlanta teams. Mike no, Vick? No, no. Mike Vick can beat you. Yeah, but <laughs> that's about it. But Ritter? Nope. Nah, I'm nope. good. Nope, nope, nope. I still have the Lions winning the division. I still have them getting one playoff win. I'm standing by that. Now, does matter who you get matched up with by that point. But yes. even without C.J. Gardner-Johnson, I think Detroit is still miles ahead of the rest of the division when it I comes agree. to overall talent. So I agree. I It sucks because I loved what C.J. was putting together. Yes. The blue ski mask and the mentality of Detroit just snatching everybody up. I love that, and I hope they keep it despite him not being there. I want them to keep that spirit. Because that, yes. the last time I saw that was the Damakasu. So yes. that mentality yes. of Detroit versus everybody, I love that shit. So mm-hmm. it, I hope they keep it going. Don't let his absence take that away from how this team is going to feel about their prospects this coming season. Because again, this is it. This is your moment. Now, I'm not saying you don't aren't going to be contender next year either. But like, man, the window, I think, is starting to open for Detroit. We got to capitalize on it. That's been a creaky, dusty-ass window for, like, 50 fucking years for you guys. No, now the bitch is open. The bitch is open. Yeah. The, the, the fresh air is coming through. So, yeah, I still think this is their opportunity to really make some fucking noise. Absolutely. So, I, I still have high hopes for them. Now, again, maybe that first-round playoff maybe a win, maybe not. I still think you will be, but we'll see who you get. Let but me- I still think the division's yours. Let me make a quick point about our offense real quick, because I know you're going to talk about your quarterback. So I got to talk about my quarterback. Yep. Now, the world knows I haven't been a big fan of golf. But let me just come out and say, he's won me over. There it is. There it is. I knew he would. He's won me over. He's shown me something, man. He's shown the ability to operate under stress. When the defense isn't doing its job because the other offense just isn't such a good rhythm that there's right. nothing they can do about it. And they're not calling holding on Aiden Hutchinson. <laughs> so, man, golf was slinging that boy. Golf had over 300. He had that one pick six. That's, his, that's the only bad that's thing the he did. Only thing. But you're absolutely right. 28 for 35 attempts, 323 cool. yards, three touchdowns, and yes, one pick. His rating was still 121. Goff is playing out of his fucking with the pick. That's what I'm saying. He was still over 100 with the pick. So he's playing out of his fucking mind. And my prediction that he's going to be a top five fantasy quarterback is already coming true, people. He's already number I'm, 10. There you go. He is going to just keep climbing with that fucking team. And with our weapons? Hey, Sam Laporta? You won me over too, my boy. Yeah, Sam Laporta. Sam Laporta, man, he. He looks better than TJ Hawkinson. He looks oh, faster. Yeah. He looks like a more fluid athlete. He's not on the ground every time he fucking dives for a ball because, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, not dives for a ball, but goes for a ball. Goes for it, yep. Um, Man, he's been <laughs> such a steady piece for us on offense. 
A uh, complimentary number two piece for the meantime, because we don't know what Jameson Williams is going to be. Ooh, they haven't even seen us. Ooh, they haven't even full strength yet, yet bro. Um, not even at full strength yet. And we know we know what St. Brown is. Absolutely. So our our offense to me is the least of our worries. We will You're be a okay. We will be a top five offense this year. No problems about it. That's right. Have the faith, sir. I'm gonna have the faith more for your team than you do. I just know I know what my eyes can see, man. Like defensively, that's the weakness. It's the one weakness. It's because of our expensive ass secondary. I'm yeah. telling you, the corners, <laughs> the corners. We just yeah. Emmanuel Mosley ain't even pay play yet. And how much did we pay him? A lot. Cam Sutton. Don't get me wrong. Like he's he's a nice player. Yeah. But what's the difference between him and Jeff Okuda? <laughs> Not much. Not much. Jeff Okuda is younger. Yeah, so, true. Uh, why don't we just keep Jeff Okuda? I don't know. I and don't Jeff Okuda would have been way cheaper. But oh yeah, the Okuda thing. I don't, yeah, I don't know how you guys let that slip. See, like I don't know, man. Wh- whatever, whatever. Doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But that's what I'm that's... worried about. I'm worried about our back end and yeah. stopping the run. But but when you put up fucking forty points a game. Those are better problems to have, is all I'm saying. <laughs> You're right, because your team can't put up 20. Yeah, let's talk about the Bears. And I'm not going to get into a rant like I did last week, people, because listening back to the episode, I practically talked for like 20 minutes straight without taking a breath while Ryan just sat there listening to me cry. So I'm not doing it was that great. this week. <laughs> it was oh, great. my God. It feels, <laughs> the word is cathartic. It was very cathartic. I felt my soul <laughs> release. Because I've never been able to just express my frustrations for this fucking team. But like I had said before, that was week one. Yes, it was the Packers. Yes, I really fucking needed that win. But there's more season to be had. I wasn't convinced we're going to beat Tampa. So we went in going to face Baker Mayfield. Yeah, Chicago. We have a fucking problem. Uh And I, I am just not happy. And we got embarrassed again. Now... Granted, this is a bit of a closer win, but honestly, other than a garbage fucking Claypool touchdown at the end, this was another fucking blowout. And not only with Green Bay, that was systematic. We let Aaron Jones run the fuck over us, and the Bears were stunned they couldn't get out of their own fucking way. This was not the same kind of loss. This was dysfunction. This was poor coaching, and I can't believe I'm about to say this shit. This is a Horrible quarterback playing football. And that hurts my soul because I have been the biggest field supporter since day one. Ryan will tell you when we drafted him, I sent him a video of me screaming. It was one of the happiest days of my life. And immediately, all the flack I got was, well, Justin Fields is an Ohio State quarterback and they never pan out in the NFL. Fine. He was going to be the exception. He was going to be the chosen one. Fields, brother, the fundamentals are regressing. This is no longer like a well, he has no protection. He has no weapons. And the coaching is... There is some of that. Trust me, the blame is spread across the entire team. This is the part where I go, Fields might need to be benched. And it sucks. Yeah, you heard me say it. It sucks. And I'm saying this more as a coach prime kind of thing, of just a wake-up call. I still think Fields is the guy. But however, he is being set up to fail on this fucking team. It's that simple. And I said last week that I think Luke Getze is a mole for Green Bay. And this game for Tampa was going to show me something about that. I take it oh. back. I take it back. Luke Getze is not a, is not a mole for Green Bay. Luke Getze is a fucking moron. He's just a moron. <laughs> he's he's inept at his, he's bad at his job. Please explain terrible, to me terrible fucking play calls. We threw 
so many goddamn screens in this game. Everyone knew they were coming. Yep. The Tampa defense, the announcers, the fans, my fucking mom, who doesn't even watch the Bears. Everyone <laughs> knew a screen was coming. Not only was a screen coming, we did screens at the dumbest fucking moments, like within our own 10-yard line. What the fuck are you thinking, Getsy? Just the most pedestrian play calls. Now, we did get the ball to DJ Moore a little bit more. He had over 100 yards. Thank the fuck Christ. But it was still not enough. It he could have had more. He definitely could have had more. He had six receptions. Six off of two last week. So, yeah, 104 yards. But that's all him. That's him being DJ Moore. That's the guy we fucking signed up with that number one draft pick. That's what we traded for. So, that's more of the more I've been waiting for. However, six, six receptions, man, that should be double that shit. He's our number one guy. It's ridiculous. No, he was um, this, he was open on a lot of routes. I just don't know what the reads were. I don't know what the calls were, you know, so I can't really say if it was Fields' fault for holding the ball too long. Oh, it was. I know, it was. I know he had a comment earlier today about some coaching. Oh, yeah, Why he's we'll thinking get, too much. We'll get into that. We'll get into um, that in a second. Because DJ Moore could have had probably 200 yards this game. Absolutely. And you you bring up a good point, and that's what I'm getting at with Fields is I don't know if he knows how to read defenses, and I don't know if he sees the open field. We know he doesn't process as fast. He was holding on to the ball so fucking long. And, brother, I get it when you're trying to make reads one through three but we don't have that kind of offensive line. This isn't Philly, bro. You don't have all day. You already learned last year how many times you're going to get fucking hit holding onto that ball for more than three seconds. Three should be the max. That should be re-one, re-two, re-three, or fucking take off and run. That's it. If you are waiting second four, you're on your ass because our line is shit, and it's getting worse. We just lost Braxton Jones now in IR. <laughs> so Tevin Jenkins is still out. Like, fucking... Nate Davis can barely fucking stay on the fucking field. Like, the offensive line that was already terrible is falling the fuck apart even further now. And now we're losing pieces on defense now, too. Eddie Jackson's out. Jaquan Briscoe's hurt every fucking day. Like, those are mega stars for us. So, like, we are falling apart already. It is kind of nuts. But it... I have to give some blame to Fields now. Again, I still think the coaching is the worst part. I still think we're coaching too much, and yes. you're not you're not catering the offense to Fields' strengths. I agree. And like Ryan just alluded to, yes, this morning Fields did have you know part of a press conference, and in so many words, he did come out and say he thinks he's being overcoached. Now he's walking that back a little bit. I'm pretty sure his agent was like, "Bro, don't 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 say that." No, he don't. The the statement he made was actually a little more drawn out and it was. concise and than what yeah, the media I'm is pushing out. Exactly. The narrative like you're talking about. Yeah. That's the thing is like, I, I know he's not really blaming coaching. I think he just feels what we feel is like, let fields be fields. Yeah. We know what he can do. He's a running gunner. He's, he's always been that guy. He's not a pocket passer. So yeah, he's holding onto the ball too long. Yeah. But even he alluded to saying, like, it's because I'm trying to process everything my coaches are telling me within, like, a four-second window. Which, yeah, that's what quarterbacks are supposed to do. But if you're trying to cram a square peg into a round hole, this is what you're going to get. These yeah. are the results we're going to get. So, 
Fields said he's going to come out on Sunday and just say, fuck it and play his game, which great, except it's Kansas City, bro. So I have, if I had no faith in this team last week, it is negative at this point. Hey, KC but, is going to chew us a fucking part, dude. But it's actually a good thing for you guys because you guys know you guys are going to lose, so you guys have nothing to lose. That's what I'm hoping is he just goes back and plays old college Justin Fields football and shocks the world. And, and again, I'm not putting I money hope, on that shit. <laughs> and, I, and I hope he comes out here and checks out of all the plays that gets called to his yes. fucking headset. I want him to do a full Brett Favre and just go, nope, I'm not doing yeah, that. No, and does what he wants to do. Four verse. Yep, got it. <laughs> that's what I want. you fucking call are wide receiver screens. Oh. Screen. Even Shaq, Shaq Barrett, who grabbed the pick six to seal the game away, even at the locker room and the game was over, he said himself, we knew it was a screen. They threw back-to-back screens. We saw it coming. They have a tell on their defense, I mean, on their offense, that shows us what it's going to be, and they don't even know yes. it. It's Shaq the alignment. Barrett said that. He knows the alignment. And it's not the trips only alignment. That, they know right, it. and you don't even try to fake out of it. You just run the same fucking play back-to-back, get yeah. it needs to be fired immediately. And no, I don't know who the fuck you're going to replace it with. I don't care. Rick Roman? Get, sure, I would love it. Get Getsy the fuck off my bus. I'm I think Greg, tired of it. Greg Roman would be perfect. I would love Greg Roman. But, you know, we'll see if that, if we get to that point. It's, it's weird to fire a coordinator within two games. But speaking of that, another breaking news story. Alan Williams, our defensive coordinator, resigned yeah. today the fuck is happening in Chicago? And his thing says health and personal reasons for his family, which if that's the real case, then, you know, more power to him. Good luck, sir. I saw something where uh, his house got raided. Maybe. There's so many different stories about what's yeah. actually happening with him that I'm just like, but I don't know. I, I have no idea. It's just, all I'm saying is that is a symbol of how awful this fucking franchise and organization is right now. The wheels are falling off of a wagon that's on fire on the surface of the sun. The Chicago Bears are a shit sandwich right now. It's ridiculous. And not to mention, we are approaching one year since the Bears have won a game. We are on a 12-game losing streak, technically. It was last October that Call they won a game. Call me when you get game. to 16. I then know. You can I'm, cry. I'm saying it to a Lions fan. But that's my point. For the rest of us who haven't suffered through an 0-16 season, this is starting to feel like it might as well be an 0-16. The, the, the bottom has fallen off this team very fucking fast. And I really need them to do something, anything, to right this ship. Because 0-3 is staring us right in the face. And the schedule gets a little bit easier after the Chiefs. But Jesus Christ, man, you already know the stats. For those of you living under a rock, teams that start 0-3 in a regular season make the playoffs what? Like 0.1% of the time? But it's- that's cool. Because you're not expected to make the playoffs anyway. And we're not. And that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, my God, respectability. I called for a seven-win season. Can we get six? Can we get five? Because last four? three. I'm surprised if we get four. Like, damn, dude. That's all. No playoffs are even fucking remotely happening. But where's the respectability? Man, Find that me, fire, man. Let me call the plays for Justin Fields, please. Please do it. I know your ass knows how to win after busting my ass in Madden so many fucking times. <laughs> I know you're a great coordinator, so go get you're hired. And fuck, low key Madden and real football is pretty similar. I ain't gonna it's, lie. 
At least when it comes to the play calls. Like, yeah, when it comes to the different. coverages and everything, like, it's pretty right. similar. You know your shit. I was trying all sorts of fucking Hail Marys. You're like, yeah, no. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm just going to move this guy here, and then it's fucking done. So that's all I'm saying. I'm not, again, not doing a 20-minute rant. Chicago has a fucking dire problem, and it you, feels like we're just getting worse. And you know how – I mean, I, the, the problems in Chicago on the offensive side of the ball can be easily fixed. Yes. And let me tell you how. Can. Number one, you call for Justin Fields to run the ball more. Yes. Designed he, runs. Not only is he your best thrower of the football, but he's just faster than everyone else on the field on both teams. Everybody. So maybe have him run the ball. And something else, maybe put DJ Moore in short motion. There you go. Like what they do in San Francisco to get their receivers free releases. So maybe get your number one receiver open more creatively instead of just having them line up at the X position and telling them to run a fucking fly. My God, basic <laughs> pedestrian shit for a receiver so move, who does not deserve that. Move him around, put him on a motion slant, uh, a right. motion uh, out and up. You know, mm. give him some leverage to work with some routes. Because if you just have him out there on an island, don't get me wrong, DJ Moore is a great receiver, but yes. not. But there, there's a difference between a receiver like Justin Jefferson who can be on an island and just go to work. Yep, yep, yep. DJ Moore is still a number one receiver, but he he can't do it at the same consistency as a Devontae Adams, as a Justin Jefferson, as a Tyreek Hill. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with that. No. Just be fucking creative and do your fucking job and get your guy open. That's the word of the day. Creative. Where's the creativity? Getsy? Just basic bullshit. Like, oh my God. That man saw a screenplay work once in preseason and said... I'm going to tear out the rest of the fucking pages in this playbook. I'm just going to do this shit over and over again. <laughs> well, we, the, the this whole one, game. we scored on this one. Yeah. Well, let's see if we can score on it 10 more times in a row. In a row. Like, what the <laughs> fuck, man? Let me read you this fucking stat. Actually, I have a few stats. The Bears have had Justin Fields start 27 games so far in the NFL. In those 27 games, we are 5-22. and 22. He's been mm-hmm. sacked 101 times. One hundred and one times in twenty-seven games. My I'm not God, that good at math, but that's about like four to five a game. That's bananas. His completion percentage is fifty-nine point eight percent. Okay, I, I, I ain't mad at that. Oh, it's fine. He because has you know thrown. Why? Yeah, he's had no receivers up until now. None, none. Some of these are skewed because of that, for sure. Yeah. He's thrown 26 touchdowns and 24 picks. Uh, he has mm. fumbled 31 times. <laughs> he lost Maybe because he's carrying the whole team on his back, running exactly. for his fucking life. He has no one watching his fucking back, and he's only <laughs> averaging 156 passing yards per game. That Remember, is no receivers. No Contact. receivers. Contact. So that's what I'm saying, where it's like, as much as every Bears fan right now I'm watching and reading – it's not just him. Yes, he has fundamental problems on his own, but this entire team is suspect. It really is. The other stat I wanted to read, because every one of their fucking moms keep tagging me in this shit, is that Justin Jefferson on the Minnesota Vikings, who's 24 years old, already now has more receiving yards than any Bears player in history. Yes, that is a real stat. Again, maybe 24, 24. And he already has outpaced the entire history 
Oh, the Chicago Bears wide receiver. Cool. Please stop tagging me in that. <laughs> I get it. It's an astounding fucking stat. CZ doesn't want to cry anymore. It's I cool. don't. I, I can't. I'm, I'm sweating, and I'm also just out of tears at this point. I'm done with the tears. That shit just pisses me off. Like, I get it. Jefferson is the fucking man. And I'm sure a lot of other players have more receiving yards than us. But, yeah, that one fucking stings. But I get it. Stop tagging me in that shit, people. I get it. <laughs> all in all, yes, we're going to lose next week. After that, come back to me. Maybe I'll change my tune. But 0-3, pretty bleak at this point. <laughs> other small bits of news I want to cover just in the other games. I just wanted to give a quick shout-out and a get-well soon to Mr. Nick Chubb. Oh. oh, man. Cleveland Browns running back. Great starter. Amazing player. Had a gruesome fucking leg injury. And mm-hmm. he is out for the season after tearing his ACL, his MCL, his PCP, his TLC, his OPP, his DVD. Just all the letters. He tore them all. His whole leg. I'm surprised it didn't fucking fly off into the stands. It was so gross. It was. Uh, leg, they don't. And I think it's the same leg he fucked up in 2015. In Georgia, yeah, which yeah. that shit, I hope we didn't see the end of his career, but it looked pretty fucking bad. We'll see. I, it, it could be one thing or the other. He's as going to be healthy. He's going to be out for a long time. Long time, if not forever. Like, shit. It reminded me of Teddy Bridgewater, who did come back. and But he plays quarterback. He plays quarterback, and it's a little different. Running back, yeah. though? Uh, boy. Oh. Now so, you know why these running backs are asking for big paydays. Exactly. Get they're putting their bodies up. on the line. They're taking hits every other play. Right. They need to secure uh, their future, man. Like, don't devalue yeah. the position just because it's the most volatile and they get hurt all the time. Especially this. if it's fucking Nick Chubb. Right. That man was the hope of Cleveland. Like, good God, man. Like, huge names injured in the first two weeks here. That's yeah. just fucking crazy. And I know there's different arguments about what's causing it. If it's artificial turf, if it's just lackluster rules. Safety precautions, whatever, but like, damn, this one was man. just this is a freak accident. This freak, one accident. freak accident because he just got caught. Mink, I think it was Minka Fitzpatrick. He just came in trying to make a tackle, and it was just, yeah, science, yeah, gravity. That's uh, all it was. Momentum, momentum, you know, so all that shit. Yeah. Because Minka wasn't trying to hurt him. This is no. Minka's so much smaller than Nick Chubb, so he's trying to go low, which is smart. If you go high, you're gonna get fucking stiff armed by Nick Chubb. Because Chubb is a big old boy. So yeah. So uh, or you're gonna get, get trucked. So <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you should probably go low and. Yep. Mika That's the right was, call. could do what he did, and uh, it was just bad timing. The game is the game. Uh, the other tidbit I saw that we talked about Aaron Rodgers because again I got to talk about him every fucking time. Now he's out here saying that he thinks he'll be back for a playoff run from his Achilles tear. That. I want to know your opinion about just because a we talked about the Kevin Durant injury being similar to this, and the fact he's a quarterback probably means he could come back. Do you think that Zach Wilson gets the Jets to a playoff spot just for Rodgers to take over? Hell no, Zach. <laughs> what? Zach? Zach Wilson? No, hell no, no. You see, <laughs> they might win six games, maybe. Maybe that's pushing it, right? Mm. So mm. no, they just lost their the whole season was gone as soon as Rogers left the field. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> their Super Bowl was Week One when they that beat the Bills. Yeah, Jordan Whitehead had three picks. Yep, that was their Super Bowl. So congratulations, your season's over with. 
We'll see you with Rodgers next year, and you guys will be a force to be reckoned with. Trust me. You guys will be. I, I agree. But, I absolutely agree. But as far as this, was that? Cut this shit out. <laughs> cut this Like, stop it, cut please. shit. Oh, man. I, I will put it this way, and I, you can quote me on this. If Zach Wilson somehow wills this team to a playoff run, a la Rex Grossman and the Chicago Bears, a la Caleb Haney, if Zach Wilson could do that shit, I will 100% believe that the NFL script is absolutely real. There is no fucking way he is getting them to a playoff spot. In that division, and I said wild card before, but that was with Rodgers. I'm sorry. Without yeah. Rodgers, you're not even sniffing a wild card. I had That's them winning the division. You did. You did. We were at a little bit back and forth about that one, but yeah. you had them winning it. And I said, eh. I mean, now the Bills kind of lost the way they did. Oh, boy. I have a but, question, though. Yes. I mean, does our bet still count? Because the Jets aren't. Ooh, I think it probably should. But, but we still got to wait and see about the Bills, too, because the Bills could we... lose. That's true. That's true. I say keep the bet. Keep the bet? Keep the bet. Because if we both lose, we both take a shot. If the Dolphins exactly. win the division, still which bet. is very possible. Very possible. Because Tua great. looks like a fucking god. I'm not going to Tua <laughs> looks like MVP already, and I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know I called for him having a great, healthy season this year, but holy shit. Yeah, we both did, actually. Swinging. I think we, 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 we blessed him. <laughs> yes, I think we did, yes. <laughs> good good on you, Tua. Go get him, man. I, yes, he deserves sir. it. He absolutely deserves to go on a fucking Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Would love to see it. But yeah, keep the bet. We'll see, because the way this whole season's going already, I have no fucking idea what's going to happen. Well, it could be the Patriots. Goddamn. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I know that's not going to happen. <laughs> Fuck all that. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Last major topic I wanted to get into. Again, talking about football. Let's get it. Let's but get we it. Are, we are two weeks into the fantasy season. Vault League is fucking hot. I lost to my wife again. I cannot beat this woman at fantasy football. I don't fucking get it. I have won overall, I think, six championships, maybe seven. I can't, I've lost track now in multiple leagues. But every league I play my wife in, she beats me with zero strategy. It's always, again, who's cute or who has a, a nice jersey. That's her strategy every fucking year. She doesn't do any research. She can't tell you how the players are starting. And she beats me every fucking time. So, yeah, I played her in week two, and she fucking won soundly. And I'm like, what? The, are you kidding me? <laughs> I digress. The point is, what I wanted to talk about was some fantasy uh, studs and some fantasy duds through two weeks. And we'll do just one quarterback, one running back, one receiver. Let's do it. And I want to know who is your your quarterback stud so far. And it doesn't have to be the number one, but just somebody who might surprise you, who has yeah. surprised you. Um. So for this specific topic, I picked mainly players that I have in the Vault League. Sure. Uh, just disclaimer, I'm 2-0. Oh. <laughs> yes, 2-0. Oh. came off of a big win. I won by like 30 points. Yeah, it was going very solid. Crazy. Uh, so for my quarterback, <laughs> I again, I picked from players from the teams that I have. So I have three yeah, teams. Yeah. Um, and so for quarterback, I have Jared Goff. Hey, look at that. Um, he's been consistent. Um, quarterback play has been inconsistent and shaky these first two weeks. Yeah. Um, you got guys like Lamar Jackson who didn't do shit week one, and then he blew right. up in week two. Had a great there game week two. Um, and so, golf has just been steady. I know what I'm getting from him. I'm getting at least 
15 points, which is cool. Yeah. Um, again, it's Jared Goff, so that means the rest of my team was filled out early in the draft. My receivers, running backs. Hey. Um, so 15 points, 16, 17, 18. That's all I need from Jared Goff. There you go. What about Very you? Very nice. Surprisingly, even though we talk a lot of shit about this man, big stud right now is Kirk Cousins. My oh, God. My yes. God. Because Vikings are 0-2, but Cousins has been balling when it comes to fantasy. He had 17 and a half points week one, and then 28 and a half in week two. Like he's going nuts. He's man. already the number one fantasy quarterback right now. So garbage time shit coming. Garbage time points. Hey, in fantasy That's all fantasy is fair. Gold. There yep. and love and war and fantasy gold, baby. So I'm so, not saying I would have drafted him by any fucking rights, but surprisingly, Kirk Go Chains is kind of fucking going nuts in fantasy right now. So hey, keep on it. It helps when you have someone like a Justin Jefferson and yeah. even Jordan Addison and somebody who we were unsure about his number two role with KJ Osborne there. But Addison's had oh, a couple of touchdowns too. He took it over real fucking fast. So shit, shit. Let's go, Kirko. You keep going. Keep going, brother. Now you're dud. Yeah, the dud quarterback. Oh, and it's painful. Joe Burrow. What oh. the fuck, Joe? I knew that first game was really horrendous for him, but oh, man, the second game wasn't much better either, and I, I just don't know what's happened. It's just very pedestrian, and it makes no sense with the weapons he's got and the first couple of games he's played. So, uh yeah, you need to get out of your fucking ass, Joe. Now this week two was not bad. Mostly it was sixteen and a half points, but for Joe Burrow, I expect almost double that shit. But that first game was only three points, so Joe Burrow is close to the bottom of the quarterback list right now. I hope he has a good big bounce back from this. I still believe Cincinnati is gonna be a big player, but so far it's rough sledding for Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, it's a. Uh... I feel like he normally always starts off slow. They do, but, but damn, that week one, that, that three points week one, that shit, what I didn't expect fuck? that shit. Three points week one, he didn't even throw for a hundred yards, right? And he played the whole game. Like, he played the whole game. Just, I don't what know the fuck happened, but that's a dud. Uh my dud is gonna hurt my feelings too. Uh oh, Justin Fields. <laughs> Justin Fields, man. Again, it's fantasy, different from reality football. But I was thinking Justin Fields is going to be the number one fantasy quarterback this season. Me too. That says it all. I, I just... Uh, He's just you're right. Yeah. It's painful, man. It's painful. Uh, turnovers, um, not running as much. It's just not been good. Not it's enough bad. touchdowns. It's yeah. all bad. It's bad, bad. I, just, I caramba. I, okay. Well, I get it. I, I can't blame you on that one. You're fucking right. Like, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. Who is your stud running back, though? Stud running back. I was, you know what? I have two names written down, but I'm going to say the first one I wrote down because he's everything I expected him to be. Mm. And I wanted this guy and I pointed this guy out and I said, he's going to be the guy I take with my first pick. Okay. That man is Christian McCaffrey. Of course it is. He was everything I thought he was. 20 points, back-to-back, back-to-back 100-yard games, back-to-back games where he broke off big runs, um, scored in both games. Shown the, of course, we know what he is as a receiver. Yes. I expect nothing less for the rest of the season as long as he stays healthy. As long big, as he stays big. healthy. Everyone in the vault league better watch the fuck out. <laughs> he's leading my team all the way to the chip. Yes, sir. 
Maybe um, not in my league, but hopefully, you know. <laughs> oh, Maybe it'll get too league. far. Maybe it'll um, get too far. Let me let me remind you, I'm two and zero. You are two and zero for now. Two and zero. If I could beat my fucking wife, I'd be two and zero too. But uh, <laughs> whatever, I'm not salty about it. I just, it's just that's just the norm now. I just go into the game going like, well, I'm losing this fucking game because the universe conspires against me when it comes to my beautiful wife. So doesn't matter who fine. she has on her team. It does not fucking matter. Trust me. If you look at the the teams on paper, that made no fucking sense that I lost that game. None. Whatsoever. Yeah, that Doug Martin. Mm. Actually, it does make sense, and I'll bring up a reason why in just a minute. But for now, my stud running back, which makes me actually very happy because I didn't think he was going to do this well, so like really quickly. But shit, that is Brian Robinson Jr. Oof, my God. We talked about Washington being like one of those sleeper hits where they're a really good fucking team. But I got really him in the playoffs. In the quarterback, yes, you have him in the, play- at the playoffs as a spot, but. It depended on Sam Howell or Jacoby Brissett or kind of how they played out. But Brian Robinson Jr. is going insane so far. And this week, too, he put on a fucking spectacle. It was crazy. 18 carries for 87 yards, 42 yards through the air. So just an immaculate game against the Broncos. Got him a big win against Denver, too. But fantasy-wise, first game, you know, 12 points. Not bad, especially because I know most of you didn't make him your running back one. So no, RB2, that's good. RB2, RB2 is flex, good. maybe? Even so. So, not bad. But this last week, 26.9 points on average. So, that kind of production, I could see him sustaining in that yes. low 20s range. And again, for the value you got for him, you got to be happy as a fucking clam right now with Brian Robinson Jr. and your fucking team. So mm-hmm. keep it up, young man. I'm loving what Washington is putting together so far, and I hope he's a centerpiece because he actually deserves it. He plays hard. Absolutely. I agree with you. He's been looking really good on film, too. Mm-hmm. Now you're now, done. Now, for a running back dud. Oh, man. That is Najee Harris. <laughs> Najee Harris, who unfortunately in one of my leagues, I have him as my running back one because like we talked about Kenny Pickett. We talked about what? Our league? Vault. No, no, no. Another league. Oh, okay. I have as a number one. I think in my family league, I have as a number one. I'm like, fuck. Mm. Which, because my receivers are amazing. And we talked about that, too. If your receivers are amazing, your running backs are going to suck and vice versa. So I am saddled with Najee Harris, who is just playing terribly. Dropping passes. And you don't throw to him, but when you do, he drops them. It's ridiculous. He's got to shake off this fucking rust. And I know Pittsburgh, even after this fucking win they had, Pickett's playing like absolute dog meat, and Harris is running like shit to where his backup might even fucking take over. I may have picked up his backup in another league, too, just because Najee, I'm sorry, bro. It's not working for you right now. I think uh, but... I was watching the game the other day, um, and honestly, it's not his fault. It's <laughs> he, not. What teams do, what teams, all right, so this is what I've noticed. Teams would stack the box against the Steelers because they don't respect Kenny Pickett. Exactly. And they'll force the Steelers into third and long situations to where they know oh, it's an obvious passing down. And yep. on those passing downs, they put in Jalen Warren. Yep. Well, I actually really like. He's playing really well so far. He's uh he's got some quick twitch. He he's pretty explosive. Yes. Good scat back. Um, but man, I think they need to trade uh Najee Harris to like the Baltimore Ravens. I could definitely see that. But they're rivals, I forgot, so that's not gonna happen. Well, never but, fucking happen. <laughs> yeah, Najee Harris, I think he needs to go to a new team where they're gonna actually run him like a Derrick Henry type, like yes. a Josh Jacobs type. Absolutely. 
like a David Montgomery type. Hey, look at you know? that. Look at I that. I think uh, a team like that would definitely suit his skill set a lot better because he is a traditional through-the-tackles type runner. Oh, yeah. And he'll try it over and over again, but so far the results really aren't great. Week one was three points. Week two was four points. So, yeah, trash. Again, yeah. if you're like me and you're like, fuck, he's my number one option at running back right now, and you're you pretty are- much pulling your oh. fucking hair out. Just yeah, You're pretty... F- fault if that's the case so i hope he bounces off of these but so far ugly ugly points a lot of people's number one yes good god my dud running back and then i'll get into my stud wide receiver my dud running back is none other than damian pierce oh yeah and he's had a similar start to Najee harris five points both games six points both games some shit like that uh again not his fault plays for the texans it's houston bro they, they they trail a lot in these games, so they take him out and they put in Singletary because he's like the the receiving back type, right? Um, but I I expect Damian Pierce to pick it up. I believe he'll finish as like a top twenty back still. Um, I'm I'm not tripping because he right now he's my running back three. My running back two is James Cook. Yeah, <laughs> <Very> <laughs> love Cook. Yes, uh, but I'll transition that over to my wide receiver. Yeah, stud wide receiver now. I had a hard time choosing because I honestly did not miss any of my receivers. I hit on every single one of my receivers that start for me. Nice. But I picked this guy, not because he plays for the Detroit Lions, but because Ooh. I have him on every single team. And that is my boy, Amon Ross St. Brown. How do I know? How do I know? He, <laughs> again, like Christian McCaffrey, he's everything I expected him to be with my second pick. He's going to be steady. He's not going to blow the roof off like Justin Jefferson, but mm. he's going to consistently give me double-digit points. First week, 19. Second week, I think it was 16, 15, something like that. Yeah. Um, and I expect that the rest of the way. He's going to command a lot of the targets. He's the clear-cut number one number one guy, and Jared Goff loves throwing to the slot receiver. Yes, sir. All, going all the way back to his Rams days when he was throwing the Cooper Cup. So all that translates over. Mm. Now, who is your stud? Surprisingly for me, I did not see this one coming just because the news that came out about him and his team, they weren't renewing his contract, and I was not sure how that was going to translate to an on-field product. My stud receiver so far is Mike Evans, and I know a big part of that was from the Chicago game where he blew the fucking doors off of our fucking team. But Mike Evans, through two weeks, 12 and a half points, 23 points. So he is consistently getting the ball. And that's including Chris Godwin being on the field at the same time with him too, which I'm I'm noticing they're starting to switch him out a little bit more. They're not always together like they used to be. They're kind of subbing one out. So when I see that, Evans has been balling. So I don't know what change that is, and I don't know if it's a Mayfield thing where he prefers it that way, but it's been making Mike Evans look like a fucking stud again, which honestly he's never not been one. So good to see that he's still got his shit, and he's clearly playing for money. So wherever he ends up next, I think he still gets a big contract. Maybe the last one of his career. We'll see. But, like, he has clearly still got plenty in the tank here. Yes. So I say let's fucking keep going with him. Yes, I agree. He's been looking very good. And, again, I just want to say this real quick before you go. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think it is a Mayfield thing. Brady loves throwing to the slot guy. Godwin yep. plays in the slot. Uh, Mayfield more of a gunslinger. Mike Evans, deep threat. That's his guy. Yes, he destroyed the Bears with 171 yards and a touchdown. That's banana sandwich. So And, and he caught yeah. a touchdown on two guys. Right. <laughs> just, again, 
The Bears might be blowing these numbers up a little bit, but <laughs> damn, dude. Way to go. Keep it up, man. Uh, lastly, and this one hurts my soul, too. My dud receiver so far is A.J. Brown. And again, uh, yes. I'm yes. talking value here because for a lot of us, A.J. Brown was probably your number one receiver or maybe your number two. But the way he's playing so far, and again, with Philly, there's so many fucking mouths to feed, and Philly's still winning games solidly. But AJ has put up next to nothing through. Yes. Fucking crazy. Devontae Smith has been eating lunch all these fucking games, going crazy. But AJ has been dead quiet. Dead quiet. In a high-powered offense, it's a little concerning. There's still time for him to get things right. But so far, ouch. I mean, less than eight points his first game and, like, three his second game. So, like, single digits from A.J. Brown should not be fucking happening. Hopefully, these are just an anomaly and he gets back to his winning ways in the next few weeks here because the games they're playing are very winnable, too. So, I feel he's still going to eat. I'm not pushing the panic button yet. Hmm. But, again, for where you drafted him, gray hair. I'm sure it's growing like it is for me and my beard, dude. Like, what? what's happening? I'm still winning. With that, regardless, but shit, get it together, AJ. Philly, get my man the ball. I need him to ball out this year. <laughs> I think there's one guy that might be worse than AJ Brown. Oh, I don't have him on any one of my teams, but I thought I'd mention him for the okay. dead wide receiver. It's Jamar Chase. Oh, yeah. See, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase. What's happening? What's happening in Cincy, bro? Like, I think single digits both games. I believe you're right. I mean, I don't have him in any league, but I went against him, I believe, just this past week. Yeah. Number oh, yeah, one you, receiver for me. You damn near have him in, like, every league. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Like, you, had, I'm all right, yeah. I have Jamar Chase in every fucking league. So, yeah, I'm not fucking happy right now, Jamar. It's like four points and three points. What the fuck? Yeah. Najee Harris. Right, see? <laughs> People who should be, at worst, above average. Are, top 12. Top 12, sure. Are, like, bottom 30 right now which is just like what what again <laughs> that's how your fantasy season goes off the rails very fucking fast we currently live in a world where uh what the fuck is his name josh reynolds oh yes. is a better fantasy wide receiver than jamar chase he's been playing out of his mind so far i've been out watching him fucking like, mind whoa i think i messaged you like reynolds what do you go for two touchdowns or some shit i was like yeah. dude and like he, he actually crazy. looks good. Like he's running good routes. He's oh, yeah. looks strong with the ball. He total option for you guys. Like yeah. Reynolds is a great safety net. Yeah. Mm. I Who's like that it. coming? I like it too. Mm -hmm. See how far it goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. So keep keep on listening, people. We'll have plenty more fantasy recaps for you. Fantasy advice is coming as well. Again, hit that inbox. We would love to answer your fantasy questions. I got a guy I work with who's asking me fantasy questions every fucking minute. And I'm trying to I'm trying to be like Rocky and Mickey now. I'm trying to make a champion because he's new to fantasy too. So I'm like, dude, let's develop you. Let's show you some shit. It's <laughs> like putting Legos together. It makes my brain tingle. Yes, oh, real quick. Some, some questions. Yeah, go ahead. Real quick, uh, I'm gonna record this. On my phone too for uh my guy Sonny. I actually lost to Sonny in our uh our Brody League. Oh no. Yep. So hey Sonny man, this one's for you. Uh here's your shot. I lost. Uh it was uh for every 10 points we lose by, it's gonna be a shot. He beat me like 150 something and 140 something. So it was a fucking shootout. It was a great oh, game. Oh nice. Cheers, bro. Shout out. <laughs> I respect that. Do it on the show for the public to hear. Ooh. While you while you suffer.
<laughs> one last suffer. And I'm going to send it right now. Nice. That's clutch. All right. And I'm glad you just did that because it sets up my last segment here. Fuck. Now, as everyone here knows, I love playing games. This We've had quite a few games in the show already. But I have a new rule for this podcast I want to continue to use from here on out. So you just you just took a shot. We like to do shot bets here all the time. That's kind of what we that's our bread and butter. All the time. But as we also discuss, you and I are both melanated men. Mm-hmm. We come from very similar ethnic backgrounds. Mm-hmm. We have grown up watching kind of the same television, kind of the same mm-hmm. arts and sports. A lot of similarities between us, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So with our shot bets, I'm gonna give you a way out every time you have to take one. So my idea is this. Let me know what you think. Whenever we do a shot bet, and let's say you lose, regardless of what the bet is for shots, how many you got to do, I will give you one chance to get yourself out of it if Mm. you answer an urban trivia question. Urban trivia, for those of you who do not know, is a trivia game with cards that are multiple choice that specifically asks you questions about black culture. Ryan is very hood. I know this man. For a long time. I have questions for you. Now, it won't be today. I'm going to give you some examples today. Just to okay. show you kind of the, the questions I can ask you. But I'm going to sure. pick one whenever you lose a shot bet. But here's okay. the catch. Here's the catch. Yeah. I'm calling it black card. <laughs> you will be If you lose a shot bet, you are allowed to pull a black card. I will give you one chance to answer the question. But if you get it wrong, you double your shots. All right, bet. Let's do it. If you, if you get it right, you don't take you don't take the shot. I'm down with it. That's gonna be a podcast rule because I will have this here. I legitimately bought this to have this rule in place. <laughs> <laughs> That's but great. Let's fucking do it. You've already took some shots. I'm only I only have like five questions picked out just for some examples. Right, come on, let's do, do it. let's do it. Okay, first question. <clears throat> now remember, this is urban trivia. Yep. If the cookout starts at 3 p.m. and you arrive at 3:30 p.m. How much food is ready? A, everything. B, just waiting on the ribs. C, all the sides. D, not a damn thing. Not a damn thing. He is correct. <laughs> it's not a damn thing. <laughs> no, we all know. Look, black people and Hmong people are just alike. Late yep. to every fucking thing. Everything will come out late. Food yep. probably won't be ready till like six or seven. At least. Yep. You better <laughs> eat them on the way there, brother. <laughs> I'm going to a cookout. Why are you eating McDonald's then? So I'm going to a cookout. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Nice, nice, nice. Okay. <laughs> Next question. According to, I'm just going to say BBD, a woman with a big butt and a smile, it's considered what? A, toxic. B, a headache. C, poison. D, none of the above. Wait. You said according to BBD? Yep. A big butt and a smile. And a smile. (laughs) Wait, the last uh, what? what, what, The D. What was D? None of the above. I want to say D, but that's not my. Hold up. The first one was a wait. Which one was a headache? It was a headache. It's toxic. A headache. Poison or none of the above. A nice smile and a big butt. Yes. Fuck, Loki. I don't even know this one. I- I'm gonna be completely honest, but I feel I like can tell. <laughs> oh, I feel like it's none of the above. A nice smile and a big butt. Hold up. A headache. Toxic. What was the poison. other poison? Poison. Yeah. Or none of the above. 
I'll I'll go with uh what I don't think it is because maybe it is it. I'll go with poison. Okay. Final answer. Final answer. It is poison. <laughs> <laughs> the logic you give me the logic every time because I think you're gonna go one way and you go like I'm just gonna go against my instincts and pick the right fucking answer. Like wait what? <laughs> <laughs> BBD is Bell Biv DeVoe, man. <laughs> That's the fucking jam, see, dude. That see, if you would have said the full, <laughs> I know. That's why I didn't say it. <laughs> I, I, I have a, I have a twisted mind. So you know what I thought of? <laughs> Big black. Oh yeah. <laughs> like when I said blue was on BBC, so, you thought it meant something completely different than the. No, I was, I was confused. Like, channel. hold on, hold on. I'm missing oh, something. I'm missing man. something. Yeah, if I said Bell Bib DeVoe, I think you would have got it. I would have knew it, yeah. I would have known it. (laughs) Never trust a big butt and a smile, man. That's what they say in the song. (laughs) Yes, yes. Okay, third question. What is something that black people say when a fucked up car is driving all over the road? (laughs) Do they they say, Lord bless them? Or, ooh, let me slow down. Or, they driving crazy today. Or, that's why your stuff all messed up. That's why your stuff's all messed up. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I'm like, okay, now it's coming. Every day. Car look like that. That's why. Driving like a fucking fool. Oh, <laughs> fucking great. Oh, my goodness. All right. This one might stump you. We'll see. All right. All right. All right. In the movie Soul Food. Oh, fuck. Okay. Okay. That's a, that is a iconic black uh. movie. This one, Where, this one you might get you. Where did Big Mama hide her money? Was it A, in her mattress? B, in Uncle Pete's TV? C, in Ahmad's backpack? Or D, fam, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always tempted to just say D. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, fuck. Okay, I know it wasn't under the mattress. Have you seen the movie? Yeah. Okay. It's just been a long ass fucking been a time. while, right? <laughs> yeah. I was really young when I last seen it. Okay, okay, hold on. It was uh it was a TV, the bed, the mattress, uh a backpack. Backpack, and it's not D, so I'm not even I'm not even going. <laughs> you sure about that? I think it was Uncle Peace TV. Yeah, it was Uncle Peace TV. <laughs> it was Uncle Pete's TV. Oh man. <laughs> The fucking logic. The logic strikes again. Yes, it absolutely was in the damn TV. And I don't blame her one bit. No, not at all. Not at all. Not one bit. You never know on them. They lizard people coming for you, bro. Oh, man. All right, last one. But I know you're going to get this one. I'd be shocked if you didn't. I picked out the easy questions today, just so you know. The, mm-hmm, when you mm-hmm. actually have to pull a black card, I will make it very fucking tough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. In the movie Drumline, what is the last rule of the rule book? And it starts with, if you do not read this rule book, blank. I'm going to see if you can do it without the fucking answers. I can't. I'll give you the answers then. I a, yeah. you must sleep outside. B, your head will be shaved. C, you will not make the line. D, I don't remember any rule book. Bro, fuck. <laughs> I do remember the rule book. I don't remember the rules. <laughs> oh, man. Neither did Nick Cannon. <laughs> oh, <hold on. laughs> so, uh... Sleep outside, shaved head, outside. you don't make the team, 
Or you don't remember a rule book. I know it's not the make your team. I know for sure it's not that. Are you sure about that? I, I know for sure it's not that. <laughs> okay. Sleep outside, shave your head. All right. So this is why I'm going to pick this answer. It's fucking logic again. Here we the go. Logic. <laughs> so I've noticed my black friends when I was younger, when they would get put on punishment, they would have to get their head shaved. Mm. And I remember everyone used to slap the back of their head. <laughs> <laughs> that is a thing, yes. That, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to say they had to shave their heads because that's the most humiliating thing you can probably do. <laughs> you are absolutely right. Your head will be shaved. But in the movie, Nick Cannon had a bunch of fucking braids and he didn't want to read the rule book. And his boy would try to say, like, bro, he's like rubbing his head like, your head's going to be shaved. Your head's going to be shaved. And he's like, I know he's had something stupid like keep on keeping on, and yeah. then they shave, they shave his fucking head. <laughs> oh no, he's thinking keep your head in the game. <laughs> <laughs> keep your head in the game. <laughs> God damn, man! I'm gonna wow. watch that movie tonight. I haven't seen that great. movie. Last time I watched that movie was when it came on BET when I was in like the ninth grade. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure you could just find it anywhere now, but BET probably plays it. <laughs> On rotation, at least once a month, I'm sure. That was quintessential Nick Cannon before he had 30,000 fucking kids. But, like, Drumline was the shit. I can st- I can quote that movie. I can probably do the fucking drumming with my own hands. I, I know the melodies and everything. That movie was amazing. That amazing. Movie, man, that's that's a movie I only watched, like, twice. It's young Zoe Saldana, too, in that movie, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's all I'm saying about that. Before I get in trouble around here. (laughs) Oh, man. So, yes, that is black card, folks. Again, whenever you have to take a shot, you may play the black card once per episode, and it's double or nothing rules. And I will make them tough. (laughs) We're going to test your your culture. It's going to be great. (laughs) Shit, I had to think about a lot of shit. I I might fail. I might have to take two. Those were the easy ones. Holy shit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Well, sir, last words for your adoring fans. Um, keep sending us questions. I like yes. it. Um, I don't care what it's about. Yeah, if you got a question about a girl, um, even your man, you know, the ladies hey. listen to us. Uh, you want to know how to deal with your pops, your moms. You want to know how to deal with somebody at work that's just annoying the fuck out of you. Oh, sweet. Oh, yes. We got you. So whatever it is, you got questions, you got anything you want to hear us talk about, let us know. You know where to find us. Mm. At the Bank Bro Show on Facebook and YouTube. Mm. And then the Bank Bro Show. And, and, oh, excuse me. And then just Bank Bro Show on Instagram. <laughs> you almost nailed it. You almost nailed it. Almost. almost. I gotta let you start doing that line. You get some more practice with it. <laughs> almost. But he's absolutely right. Also, the bank bro show at gmail.com. So, either inbox where it's Gmail or Facebook, fill it up. Like he said, we want to hear from you. This show is for you anyway. So, any content you want to hear, we will talk about it. No holds barred. Trust that we don't give a fuck about what we talk about here. If you <laughs> couldn't tell already, nah. if you couldn't fucking tell, <laughs> but we, we do appreciate you. Thank you again for, for spending time with us this hour and a half or so of your day. We love being a part of it. It makes things very special for us. And we're just going to keep cranking these motherfuckers out for you to listen to on your way to work and from your way to work, hopefully going home with some peace and quiet. And about maybe doing the dishes or cutting the grass or right. maybe just taking a shower. I don't know. Put it on for your fucking treadmill. We are, we go good with everything. We're like steak. 
and whiskey. And potatoes. We go, we go good with everything, man. Yeah. <laughs> All potato. right. And the potatoes. Ooh, ooh I like that. <laughs> I like that. I was going to say surf and turf, but there's no surf there. It's more or like turf I could just be the rice, steak and rice. Yeah. There you go. Even better. Ooh, fuck Even you. Better. I'll, some, I'll fuck some potatoes up right now, though. That's ah, fuck some potatoes up right now. See, I should never do this on fasting day. I'm telling you, man. It's just, it's a struggle. My stomach's like, I'm surprised you can't hear my stomach on the microphone. It's like, grrr. Like, yeah. That's, I'm going to go eat for food. you. I think you should. Please do. I got about a little more time before I have to be able to eat again. It's all good. Mm. But as we digress, that is another one of the books. Again, ladies and gentlemen, please come back next week. We will have more content for you. We love you just for hitting play. Bank Bros are in your city. We are here for you like we always are and you can bank on it mm. peace one two three Fuck one.